Well, good Sunday morning and Merry Christmas. We, tr we truly have reason to celebrate today, don't we? We truly do. Today we, we celebrate good news. The Bible tells us in Luke chapter 2 about how angels appeared to shepherds out in a field and announced this, this good news. Think about the time in which we live in today. We have access to more information than any generation at any time ever in history. No, no one has ever had access to information like you do today. We can pull up our phone and we can do a Google search. Now we can ask Siri. And then now this uh, artificial intelligence, I don't know if you've even seen it, chat GPT. You can ask it anything, and it does more than just a Google search. It comes up with all kinds of answers. We have, we have information readily available. You also have the ability now to communicate with people all over the world. N nobody previously could communicate with people across the world like you can today. And so it gave rise to this new thing called social media, in which we constantly receive information but it's not necessarily good information, is it? And it's not necessarily accurate information. Now, because uh, there was a time when if you wanted to get something out to people, you very carefully worked on it, and you sent it to a publisher, who gave it to an editor, who hired expert readers to look over it and make sure it was accurate. And through that whole process, it would finally maybe go into print, and then you could buy the book or go to the library but you don't have to do that anymore today you can go on Twitter Facebook all these different platforms you can instantly type something and boom it's available to the world and so it created this new phenomenon where people call fake news fake news and yet in the midst of all of this the Bible tells us about some news that is completely reliable and it's completely good the news is about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and today we celebrate that Luke chapter 2 beginning in verse 8 the Bible tells us about these angels announcing this good news of great joy so I want to ask you to join me in standing as we read this together because this morning we read not a newspaper or a blog or Twitter posts, but we read words given to us by God through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 8. The Bible says that in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. 
When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for what they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Let's pray together. Father, we did not see the angels, nor can we travel to meet Joseph and Mary. But we have encountered your son, and today we worship him and we celebrate him. Help us for the next few moments to focus our minds and our hearts that he would be the sole object of our attention. For it's in his name that we pray. Amen. You may be seated. The good news delivered by angels was that a Savior was born. It was, it was glorious angels that delivered the message to lowly shepherds. Do you know in Luke's gospel, as the Bible tells us what happened here, there's an incredible contrast. In the passage that we looked at last night, verses 1 through 7, it tells us about the Roman Caesar and the local governor and then a poor unknown family who gave birth to a child and laid him in a manger. Incredible contrast. And in today's passage, verses 8 and following, the Bible tells us about these, these shepherds. Shepherds that were, uh, in, in their day, they were just, they're just blue-collar laborers. There's people out there trying to make a living and survive. They weren't famous. They weren't wealthy. And yet, the angels appeared to them. I don't know if anybody here has ever seen an angel uh, the Bible says that sometimes we entertain angels unaware, meaning they, they come in the appearance of humankind, but we don't even know that they're with us or among us. And yet, on that night, no angel was disguised as a human being. In their glory, they appeared to the shepherds. Many of us are so familiar with the story that we perhaps forget how shocking it must have been to have simply been out in the field doing their job when all of a sudden an angel appeared. Angels, every time they appear in the Bible, they tell people, do not be afraid. It must be an awesome sight to see an angel in their glory. Yet the Bible says that on that night in verse 9, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. They didn't have any reason to be afraid, but they didn't yet understand they didn't have any reason to be afraid. They had not yet discovered that the angel brought a message of good news, a message of good news of great joy. There are times in our life when 
we fear. We fear our future or we fear our present circumstances. And yet when we come to realize what Christ means for us, we have no reason to be afraid. We have the gift and the hope of eternal life. And on this night, as the shepherds were out there, the angels came to bring this message. They said in verse 10, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people, for all the people. To today, as I look across the room on this Christmas morning, there's people I know really well, and there's, there's some guests that I, I've never seen before. I don't know where we all come from, but you know the message of Christmas is that the hope is for all people. It's for everybody. It's for everybody who will receive it and who will who believe it. And this morning, uh, I don't know if we have any Jews present or not, the people who by your ancestry are heirs to the promise, but those of us that are, that are not Jews, we still have great hope because Jesus is a light to all the world, for all people. The Bible says we as Gentiles have been grafted in to the family, that the promise made to Abraham and then to David and fulfilled to Christ is true to all of us. As somebody that just grew up in a single wide trailer on a little farm in East Tennessee, it's pretty exciting to know that the good news is for everybody. Everybody who will receive it. This was the message that the angels came. And whether we understand it or not, the Bible says that we, we need a Savior. So the message in verse 11, he says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This was the, this was the great news. Uh, the angel came and said, I bring you good news of great joy. And this is the good news that a Savior has come. A Savior has come. According to the Bible... We all have a great problem. Our sin has alienated us from God. And yet Jesus came to provide a solution for that problem. The whole reason that he came to earth and became like us was so that we could become like him. He came to do for us what we could not do for ourselves. Live a life free from sin. So that when he would die on the cross, his death would not be a tragedy, but his death would be a sacrifice as he offered himself in our place. This is the good news, that a Savior was born. And many people across the world today are, are seeking, seeking God and trying to, to seek a way to make their lives better to solve their problems or to somehow earn their way into a better afterlife. But I love this. 
the angels came not only to tell them there was good news, but to show them how to find it. It says in verse 12, and this will be a sign for you. They gave them a sign so they could find the Christ. This will be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swathing cloths and lying in a manger. That God not only sent a Savior, he not only fulfilled his promise and sent the Christ, but he has not hidden him. He has given us signs so that we might find him. In fact, Romans chapter 1 says that every person can look at creation and see God. His divine attributes are on display in all that he created. The Bible tells us that God sends the Holy Spirit to draw us unto him. He is not looking to conceal himself. He he has revealed himself to us so that we might find him and put our faith and our trust in him. The angels came and said that there was a Savior who was born. The coming of Christ, it, it brought glory to God and and peace to people. It says in verse 13, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. On that night, an angel appeared, and I don't know why a single angel and then the host. Perhaps if all the hosts had appeared, the shepherds would have been so afraid they couldn't have heard. The Bible doesn't say. But it says that there was one angel that appeared and gave the message. And after they heard this message, then all of a sudden there was this great host of angels. If you can imagine what, what an experience those shepherds had that night. The fact that they were short distance from Bethlehem they're most likely Jews awaiting the promise and here was not just one angel but a host of angels declaring that the promise had been fulfilled the Savior had been sent and in this moment the angels praised God and they gave him glory because they knew what the coming of Christ meant for the world The other Sunday, we looked at Matthew. We saw Herod, who didn't want to receive the Christ. We saw the scribes and the chief priests, who, although they knew what the Scripture said about where the Christ would be born, by everything we see in Scripture, didn't even go to look. And yet in this moment, the angels... They understand what it means that Christ has come. And they give glory to God. He came to bring peace. And the peace that he brings is peace between you and God, if you'll receive it. The Bible says in verse 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace. At Christmas time, we... We see all kinds of decorations with lettering, and and now today we see all kinds of social media posts about Christmas, and we see a time where people often talk about peace and peace on earth, and we, we sing about it, but we don't want to forget the last part of this verse. 
He says, on peace on earth, listen to this. Among those with whom he is pleased. The peace is offered to everyone, but only embraced by by some. I suspect that this morning, when you left family festivities and gift giving and all those things to gather because you believe and you came to worship. If you came simply because someone invited you or you're curious, I pray today you'd come to believe and receive the gift that Christ offers and made possible. This, this peace between God This peace that comes about as our sins are forgiven and our past is wiped away so that we become, as the Bible says, white as snow and can stand before God, not for who we are, but for who Christ is as he stood in our place. This peace that brought about a way for man and God to be together. The good news of Jesus, it was good news, but it only benefits those who respond. And the shepherds did respond. Unlike the scribes who never joined the wise men, the shepherds, the Bible says, went in. They went in haste. They went in haste. In verse 15, it says, When the angels went away with them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went, listen, they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. They were able to see the Christ because they believed and they responded and they had an urgency. They didn't waste time, but they went. In a time when we hear so much news, it's made us a skeptical people, hadn't it? Skeptical people. We're so skeptical that today when people call us on the phone and tell us we've won a million dollars, we don't even respond. We just hang up the phone, right? We know better. We're so we're skeptical because we, we constantly receive messages and information that is not true. We hear about the latest investing scheme and all these get-rich-quick ways, and we just don't believe it. We know better. But when we believe something, we respond. And the shepherds believed what they heard. And so they went. And they went quickly. They didn't waste any time. And we come to believe that the Lord Jesus truly came to bring about our forgiveness, to make it possible for us to have a relationship with God. Then we respond to him. And when we respond to him, we receive this peace that he came to bring. When we come to believe that the good news really is good and that really is good news of great joy, that's when we can receive the joy of Christmas. The news, it's a little overwhelming at first, certainly to the shepherds who the angels said, don't be afraid. But yet they went and they shared. But for those of us that are here today, We've had years, some of us, decades, to reflect on what Christ's coming means. 
The Bible says in verse 17, And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child, that as the shepherd shared what they had heard. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. The Bible tells us about the birth of Christ. And then it tells us about one time when he was 12 and he was teaching in the temple. And then it moves to the beginning of his ministry in his early 30s. The Bible doesn't tell us about Jesus' childhood, about, about Mary raising the Son of God and, and slowly beginning to realize that, that, he, that he's not an ordinary child. The Bible says that she, she pondered these things and she, she thought about them. Today, I want to encourage you to, to think through what the Bible says about Jesus, who he is, and what he's done for us. And when we come to the point in our life that we understand and we believe what the birth of Christ means, the, the only reasonable response is to glorify and to praise God. That's exactly what the shepherds did. The Bible says in verse 20, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Jesus was born 2,000 years ago. And yet today, we're still gathered to remember, to celebrate, and to worship. Last night, I reminded us that his birth makes an internal impact on the world. But I want to ask you today, what impact has he made upon you today? Have you come to receive the gift of forgiveness that he made possible and that he offers? You see, that's what Christmas is about. Jesus came to this earth for you. He came so that you might be forgiven, so that you might have a new life, and so that you might have the hope of eternal life in heaven. And he offers it as a free gift. He does this because he loves you. He loves you. And so I want to ask you today, have you received this gift? If not, here's what the Bible says. It says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. To call on the Lord means to simply pray and talk to him. That means today, if you were to ask God for forgiveness, you could receive this gift. And so as we close our service today, we're going to close with a song. And I invite you during this song to respond to the Lord. You can pray right there in your seat and receive this gift of forgiveness. Or if you need help praying, if you'll step out of your seat and come forward, I'll be standing right at the front, and I'll be glad to pray with you and help you respond to the Lord. Many of us are gathered here today because we've already received this gift. And we came to celebrate it, and we came to worship. 
And I can think of no greater way as believers to worship the Lord today than to simply say, Lord, here I am. What are you going to do in my life? As we sing, would you just reflect on your life for a moment? And say, God, is there something I, something I need to do different? Is there some sin I need to repent of that's just destroying my testimony or it's alienating me from you? Is there some burden that you've placed in my heart that I've just not responded to? As we leave here in just a moment, maybe leave here celebrating what God has done for us and what he's done in us. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for the gift of your son. And I pray that today as we reflect on it, I pray that we'd respond like the shepherds in faith and belief. I pray if there's anybody present here today or anyone that's joining us through our broadcast that's never received the gift of forgiveness, I pray that today that they would call out in prayer and be saved. Father, for every believer present, may today be a time of being built up, a time of encouragement, a time in which we worship and celebrate you. For it's in your son's name that we pray. Amen. Let's stand together as we sing. If you need help making a decision, just step out and come.